Welcome to the Premier League Forever Forest podcast. Hello and uh, thank you for Colin for the lovely intro there. We were lucky enough to get him to do that at the end of last season. Um, welcome back to the Premier League Forever Forest podcast. God, that feels good to say. Um, come with me now on a journey through time and space, which I've just realised is the intro to the Mighty Boosh. So that's copyright nailed already. Um, I want to talk to you about 1998. So the film was Armageddon. The uh, other one was Saving Private Ryan. Big films. For those who like their singers with a really wobbly, weird voice, Cher was there with Believe. Do you believe in life after love? Uh, Billy Davis, song for you there. Uh, Deirdre Barlow uh, was the big story in Corrie where she was in jail. Free her. David Beckham was hated by everyone. Effigies swinging from pubs and being burnt everywhere. God, it sounds like this is 1898 uh, uh, or 1698. Uh, My Heart Will Go On was the biggest song of the year after Titanic the year before. A little company called Google was formed. Um, Frank Sinatra, dead. Um, as Monica Lewinsky and uh, President Bill Clinton. Um, I did not have relations with that lady. Look it up if you were too young to know. Uh, basically, shagged her. Uh, Dana International uh, was in the uh, Euro uh, Eurovision, not the Euros. That would have been hilarious. Uh, although this year, she'd have been very good in the Euros, no doubt. I see Holly's face now. Uh, yeah, look up Dana International as well. Uh, winging, winning the Eurovision Song Contest in Birmingham. Uh, I can't actually remember the song now, but I remember I quite liked it, I think. Um what else we got? The car of the year. Was it Alfa Romeo 156? So if you've ever stolen one of those or been in one of those, uh, let us know. Um, how much was fuel? Fuel was about 60 pence a litre. Well, the average house was about 152k. A pint was £1.70. A milk was 34p a pint. And a Freddo was 10 pence, as it should be. But the key thing about 1998, it was the last time that Nottingham Forest uh, lined up at the start of a Premier League season before it all went absolutely crazy for 23 years. And we're back, baby. We are back. So it could be one year. It could be for another 50 years. Who knows? But we're going to enjoy it like there's no tomorrow. You can play that card on all your fancy top six fans by saying, oh, I've got nothing to lose. We've got nothing to lose. So, you know, that's what I'll be doing with my other half anyway. Um, New Year's Eve, uh, Natalie, I cannot wait to spend it with you. One of us is going to be really angry, but it's New Year's Eve. Anyway, let's see who's with me tonight here. Oh, yeah, quick one. There should be five of us. So there should be Kieran and there should be Dan and there should be Holly. There should be Lisa. And there was. Uh, but then some absolute jeben forgot to press record when we recorded a really good pod. I think there was lots of revelations about people's lives. It was fascinating, but it'll all be left uh, to the the annals of time and gone forever because I can't press a button. And it definitely says recording here, so we're good to go. Holly, um, without repeating yourself too much, just so you feel vibrant and fresh, how was your summer again? Oh, it's been possibly the last, the last three and a half weeks have been some of the best of my life, I think. Obviously, following the Lionesses on their journey to Wembley. Um, do you know what? It's actually been the best year of my life as a football fan, I think. What with Forest being at Wembley and then the Lionesses as well. And being back there on Sunday with my mate Chris, who's also a big Forest fan, you know, it's sort of reliving all those emotions again. And it was just like, wow. You know, this time around, I just wanted to take it all in and actually had a moment at the end because there's a lot of the Forest promotion um, day that I don't remember, not because I was too drunk or anything, but just, I don't know, it was just such a whirlwind, wasn't it? And yeah. on Sunday, I just wanted to take it all in and, you know, kind of drink it all in and enjoy every single moment that I could remember. So, um, yeah, 
play the songs for you. Summer. You got the same songs again as well. So we I did. We did. Playlist or they knew you were there. Yeah, and they played uh, Just Can't Get Enough as well, which we obviously doctored to uh, Stevie Cooper at the end, which is great. And everyone around had no idea what we were doing. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been fantastic. Forest have got a lot to live up to, actually, um, in, the, in the new season, because so far it's been, it's been fantastic this summer. So. I know as a fervent sport of the women's game as well, you're definitely the one we go to if any questions. And it's a massive thing. It's a massive achievement for them, especially some of the games you came through. And, um, you know, it's this is a Forest pod as we'll stay with. But at the same time, it's the Forest achievement is always going to top it slightly. But they're, they're very big for you for different reasons, aren't they, really? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I about five years ago, I used to volunteer at a what was a WSL2 club. So it's kind of like the championship in women's football. And I was involved in kind of making sort of full-time meals and, and the budget yeah. that we had to do that was just absolutely minimal. So now, I know it's progressed since then, but honestly, the way the way the women's game, the way the women's game was and how it's progressed in recent times is just, honestly, it's phenomenal. And um, for me, it's just a real pride to see that. I mean, obviously seeing Forest back in the Premier League for 23 years is an absolute dream as well. You know? Yeah. It's, it's just been one of the best, best years of my life, really, in terms of football, as I said, but yeah, it can't be underestimated what they achieved on Sunday. It's really, really special. Uh, mega, mega, and uh, yeah, any of our any of our fans listening to this who point anything ridiculous about it coming and whatnot, yeah, don't start me off. It's football and it's our country and it's absolutely wonderful. So there you go. If we might have eradicated some of the chat from the week there, tatty bye. If you're still with us, here's Lisa Fox. How's your summer been, love? I'm still living on the roller coaster that was Wembley, and I can't wait for the new season to get started. It's uh, it just seems to have been a wave of. This is what we did. This is this. Are we? Are we? Did we actually do it? Yes, we did. And yeah. signings and new kits and so many different things and it, and the build up to to Newcastle. I mean, it's what two days away now. It is. Wow, it's all about the football. It is absolutely. And do you know, what? it's um, in a weird way. Me messing up with the recording has given us some more things to talk about. So I'm just going to pick one, and I'll go with you, Lisa, and come back the other way. Uh, we've always known that Joe Worrell is what Joe Worrell is, but Brian Yates is currently the vice captain of a Premier League football club. Discuss. <laughs> oh, that's going to divide opinion, isn't it? Oh, let's get rid of all of them. If you don't like <laughs> women's football, you don't like Ryan Yates. Either stay get with out. Don't, this, if, yeah. if you don't like women's football and you don't like Ryan Yates, this is not the podcast for you. We'll oh, put it out good. there now. Switch yeah. off. Um, it's one of those situations, I think, that Worrell, it, it was after Grabs has gone, you know, he's been a great... We, we need to talk about Grabben because we can't um, can't move move on without it. You know, he's been a great servant to us, scored some very important goals over the, over the years. And I think it was it was never really a secret that he wanted to end his, his career um, earning as much money as he could. Um, so wherever Lewis ends up, I wish him the very, very best. And um, yeah, on to Joe Worrell, great captain. Um, not quite sure about his... Um, interview technique I think you, you might be given a few lessons on that um yeah. and you know we're talking about whipping dogs and all the rest of it um but Ryan Yates why not you know if you if you want somebody that's gonna basically give you a kick up the arse and tell you how it is in the nicest possible way that's going to be Ryan Yates I think that you've got two guys there that are knotting him through and through you've got good cop and you've got bad cop and I, I always say it about Yatesy is the fact that he plays his football with a smile on his face. And I think, you know, if, if there is, are there, if there are rockets to be, to be given out, um, that will be Worrell's job. Um, and Yatesy will kind of do the banter bit. Oh, I'm down with it. Yeah. I think that we were discussing this 
on the pod that was never to be heard is that there's a lot about the Premier League that I don't like, which I think is superficial and plastic and God knows what, Brighton and Hove Albion, I'm looking at you. Um, but realistically, when you've got two lads like that who know the streets of Nottingham, you know what I mean? They know where to get good fish and chips. They know, you know, someone's mum lives down that road. That's worth something, I think, when you've got your superstars up against you and, you you know, it's that moment where you really... I mean, I've gone on record of saying I think the City Ground's worth at least 15 points this year, if not more. I think some of them players coming to the City Ground are going to be like, bloody hell, look at them flags going off and, you know, what are these fireworks afterwards? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I, I can't I can't applaud it enough. Do you know what? Really, my only worry is, pre the announcement, I thought it'd be Joe. I was thinking, I wonder if he's a shoe in to play because some of the, you know, we're talking about some of the the defenders that have come in, that Bianconi looked good. Near Catty, as we said, I mean, I see Scott McKenna is made of brick. Cook, do you know what I mean? It's sentimentality is out the door with it, but if he's captain, you'd imagine, Holly, do you think that means Joe Worrell is going to be number one on the team sheet for him at centre-back? Yeah, I'd like to think so. I don't see any reason why we wouldn't. It's just, I think it's really important to have a continuation of some, especially McKenna and um, Worrell in, you know, in the back from last season. Um, yeah, you're not going to drop your captain, are you? Um, no, probably not now. So that's the thing, isn't it? And Lewis Grabber <laughs> might go to Derby. Imagine that. Mm. Bring their age up. No, Lisa's face. Um, who else would you like to look at at the back? Uh, obviously, we've got a very outspoken goalkeeper now, which I always love. Again, that's new from the other day. Uh, Henderson added his interview. Um, I always like a keeper who's got a bit of a mouth like Pickford, I think, comes across like that. Lee Camp was classic for that, wasn't he? Um, first of all, what are your thoughts on what you've seen of the Dean Henderson interview? And also, what do you think about Hennessy and Henderson coming in for Samba? Holly, sorry, I didn't say who it was for. I can edit that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I would have liked to have seen Samba being tested in the Premier League. Um, you know, obviously he needed to sort out a few of his sort of disciplinary issues, I think, a little bit. Because um, Cooper wasn't ever a fan of that, I don't think, and it didn't put him in a good light. Um, but we've signed better, haven't we? We've got an England international, and you can't really you can't really argue with that, to be honest. So, um, no, I'm, de- I'm delighted that we signed Henderson. Samba who now, really? Although, not, not that harsh, really, I suppose, because... He was absolutely pivotal in our promotion season and he's been a fantastic servant to the club and he's also still got, you know, NFFC in his bio. So, um, you know, I think there's still a lot of love there from him and there's still a lot of love back. So, um, but on to, on to greater things, I think, in terms of the goalkeeping position, definitely. Yeah, um, I can't really disagree with any of that, really. I, I think Samba, you know, that thing about being cool. God, what's that weird noise? I think I just did that. I think called... What that is, is there's a guitar jack on the floor and I touched it with my foot and I just sort of electrocuted. Wonderful. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I think there was a few times last year where I just thought Forrest were, you know, Samba with the, the headbutting thing, whatever it was, slapping uh, <clears throat> Jagielka. It was like, oh, could we have gone up automatically if we have had those points? We lost Stoke and all that business. But uh, it was a choice, I think, at the end of the day, of paying in Premier League wages or going for someone established. So I'm more than happy with that. Thank you, Bree. Thank you for your time. Thanks for the semi-final. That was, you know, amongst other games. But we move on as a club. Um, one bit that hasn't really been that uh, prolific in the signings, even though we've signed 300 people, uh, Lisa is up front. What you, how are you feeling about Forrest going forward uh, this season with the line uh i think we're still a bit little bit lightweight up front um i can't really see um lyle taylor being around the club for that much longer no disrespect to him but um he wasn't in the plans for the championship season so why would he be in the plans for the for the for the premiership um that said i always start the season with a clean slate and coops has seen him in training so that there might be something completely different that has been seen that um we don't know about um i'm going to call uh 
Mr. Awani, whatever his name is, T-Dog, because I can't pronounce his name. Um, I think it is, yeah. yeah. I thought he, he looked decent on Saturday. I know there's been some rumblings on social media in uh, the previous warm-up games that um, we've spent 17 million quid on a duff. It wouldn't be the first time that we've spent a lot of money on somebody that's not going to do the job. Um, but by the same token, you know, the ball that he put in to Brennan for the goal on Saturday was top class. And I think um going forward as long as he is facing goal he'll be really good Keenan Davis he is not that's all I'm going to say no and obviously amongst us and keeping it as uh, level on the floor we've heard some various things over the summer and we hope that he fits in really well and that he does scores 500 goals we are fully aware that there's a difference between the Bundesliga and the top you know the top flight in England as all of our players going to find out anyway let alone if they come from Germany or not um, but it looks a big lad looks very uh, somber longer balling on the floor looks like he's good along there um, but then again I could have shown you a, a few videos from me around 1995 and you thought I was pretty lethal but I was terrible up front so uh, you know it's, it's a different thing um, midfield is, is an area that I'm just going to sort of cover briefly is O'Brien I think he's a hell of a sign-in I think it, it's that classic thing of bringing the best players from the league below as I mentioned numerous times about tuning up that guitar string, as I said, rather than bringing it down. I think oh, he looks wicked. I know Huddersfield fans are gutted to lose him. All of a sudden, Toffolo wasn't that really that good. Bullshit. I think he was team of the year. I think he's he's very dangerous. And I think when we see what Richards could do as well, when his bones sort themselves out or whatever, that was an interesting few days, wasn't it, on Twitter? <laughs> Um, again, that'll be that'll be something we look forward to seeing. It's a big squad, but also as we are sick of saying, Holly, how many times have you had to say to people don't support Forest? We lost about seven players. We've had to sign some more. We won't mention the uh, JL word just yet. We'll come to that in a minute. But um, is it? I had to do it three times last week. I think mentioning how many we'd lost and why we've had to buy players. So um, how has it been in London for you discussing Forest transfers? Sorry, couldn't get off on mute there. Um... Well, it was a necessity, really, wasn't it? You know, um, because the players that we were left with after the loan signings went back, pretty much a lower, upper, lower championship, upper um, League One kind of squad. I think you know we we really needed to have a bit of a gutting. I think I said this on the on the last recording that my only worry is whether they're going to hit the ground running, whether they're going to gel, because there's a lot of players there that need to get to know each other, but in a very very quick very you know very quick amount of time basically they need to hit the ground running uh, they need to get points on the board and that's what worries me slightly um if it works uh straight away then fantastic i think we're on to a winner but that's my only concern really um but yeah it needed to happen um you know we've got to compete you know you can't just do a norwich come up with the same players and expect to stay up so um yeah necessity really um we'd have had apprentices and stuff wouldn't we if we hadn't done anything about it yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. It's all I've kind of heard um, over the last few weeks from my other half is, well, I worry that you've ruined the spirit. And I think a lot of the, the spirit is the man at the helm. I think is a lot to do with it. I think also a lot of the players have been selected because of their attitude and what would fit with it. Although, you know, maybe discussions we've had, maybe not all, but at the same time, it's, I think that's really important. But also, you, you, it's a hell of a jump. It's like all of a sudden you've been racing around the garden with your kids for years and years, and now you've got to go and get on Silverstone or something. And do you know an example I give about gelling, uh, Holly? And it's and this is in no way meant as a piss take, and this is not meant as anything. This is not meant to be funny. So if you're laughing at it, you're cruel. Um, so back in the sort of mid to late 90s, when I was a kid growing up in Skeg, there was um, the local sports centre, and this is where everyone played five-a-side. Everyone played five-a-side there. And the local firemen used to come down, and we turned out they were playing against some 
some people with like learning difficulties. They weren't really physically disabled, but they, you know, they, they had a few problems, bless them. And the firemen were always playing against them. And we're always like, they were beating them six nil. You're waiting to go on the, on the, this is coming back to Forest, I promise you. And you're waiting to go on the court thing or whatever and play. And they'd just be getting smashed all over the shop by these young fit firemen. So we as 16, 17 year olds skate town went and played with them and joined in. And slowly but surely, we ended up sort of getting a result against these firemen. I mean, some there was some stuff going on you wouldn't believe, like people just running off and hitting each other and God knows what. But my point is, if we could gel with those lads, <laughs> uh, Steve Cooper can definitely get some players gelling here. Do you know what I mean, there was some all right football at times played a uh, thrashed around on the East Coast back in 97. Not as good as against Collingham, though, uh, Hollywood. Being that oh. um, but so, yeah, st- look, the glue is Cooper. Lisa, we discussed it at the end of the pod last time. This is a big season for Steve Cooper as well, though, isn't it? I mean, I know he's had, was it three seasons now? And it's not a bad record, but I bet his art's pumping as well. However much we think he's level, I bet he's going, oh, dear, hell, this is the big league. Yeah, I mean, listening to his um, his interview today was quite quite refreshing because he's kind of said exactly what we've just said in the fact that, you know, didn't make no bones about it. Um, at the end of last season, he would have loved to have keep, kept everybody together, kept the spirit, kept us going, but it wasn't to be. And regardless of which league we were going to be in, we'd got five loan players. They were going to go back to their parent clubs and we were going to have to rebuild. So um, the fact that we've we've done that, we've, we, you know, Henderson, is he a step up from Samba? Yes, I think he is. Um, at the back, Jed's gone to, to Tottenham. I thought he was fantastic for us last season. He's got his dream move. Fair play to the, fair, fair play to the lad. I'm going to miss his mum more. Yeah. Nico is going to be great. Um, he's already got that rapport with Brennan. So we know that that, that kind of relationship is going to work, that, that that bond is going to already be there. Um, and it's 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 going to be interesting. I think we have got an upgrade. And Coop said today, you know, um, that we've just got to go out there and do it. He's going to be really excited for the season. And I just hope that we get a few points on the board early doors just to kind of calm the nerves because mm. we know what forest fans are like we know that it's going to be a big season and we just have to you know we have to remember we've been out of it for 23 years and we have to trust the system we have to trust in coops we have to trust in the, the, the guys behind the scenes because i think now that we are in the premiership maranakis is not going to want us not to be there no i i wondered that today if we went heaven forbid went down again how many seasons of not being back in there that stick around before they went, oh, bloody hell, 23. We haven't got 23 years to give. It's, it is a long time. And it's something that she, I didn't see the interview with Cooper today. So I guess he was on about why he was filling in the gaps and stuff. And yeah. All that, yeah. Um, so one of the gaps he definitely filled in, Holly was a massive one that's in the shape of a little man, as I can't, I can't think he is. I haven't seen him up close. It's Jesse Lingard. I wouldn't say he's, he doesn't come across a tall man to me, not that it matters. Um, I've always gone on record as saying I'm not into a lot of what I see of Jesse Lingard, but that's probably because I've bought into the hype of what it is. But Jesse Lingard's going to be playing for Forest in the Premier League. Um, talk about the, you know, we said it the other night, didn't we? The signing itself is very bizarre. We've never seen anything like that in terms of all the the way it's been released and the way it's been done and the way it's been played on. I think Forrest realised it's a it's a very much a, a signing that's going to get people interested. But talk not only about the sweet feet of Jesse Lingard, Holly, but also tell us what you felt about the media reaction to it with him being a mercenary and like no one's ever spent money on a player before. Oh, it was complete and utter overreaction, wasn't it? It's ridiculous. But just to say that, I love the fact that you've got people talking about Forrest again. Um, yeah. People weren't doing an awful lot of that, were they? Changed, Holly, hasn't it? Because we were everyone's favourite when we come up, and even Huddersfield were moaning. I was on Sky Sports that lad going, everybody wants you to go up. Now we've started throwing about a bit of coin and wanting to stay there. People have got a problem with it. 
Yeah, they've all changed their tune now, haven't they? Um, they don't like it. They want you to come up, but they don't want you to compete. They just expect you to go back down. But I don't think that's going to be the case. I think people are going to be um, going to be a little bit surprised by Forest. I also love the fact that, um, again, I think I said this on the last recording, but um, that a lot of younger people have no idea when they say, oh, who do you support? And I say, Nottingham Forest. And they're like, who? Mm. You know, and I was like, how can you not know who Forest are? And then I realised I'm from that generation that you did always know who Forest were, you know, not necessarily just about the European Cups, but kind of like the late 80s, you know, mid 90s. Relevant, Holly, like uh, probably your nice musical taste compared Ex- to it. Well, exactly. Oh, you know, oh, what can I say? What can I say? So, um, thank God on the pitch, he's a starter every game, isn't he? If his, feet, if his fitness is there. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I was actually watching. Um, because of the whole you know, kind of World Cup tournament fever, uh, I was re-watching the uh, 2018 England campaign. And he was so pivotal in that. And I didn't realise actually how much of a part he played. Uh, and I think he also scored against, uh, who was it? The, was it the second team he played in the groups? I can't remember now. But he, yeah, you know, he was a starter in a World Cup. And, you know, he was a pivotal part of that team. And you forget, as well, how wonderful, you don't forget, but you remember how wonderful he was for um, West Ham last season as well. Um, I mean, I was really sceptical at first. Um, all that, you know, kind of hoo-ha and, uh, you know, bluff around it all. Um, but as I said in a tweet a few few days ago, um, you know, we've gone from Adama Diakabi to Jesse Lingard in two years. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> madness, absolute madness. Um it's a massive statement of intent um, and the fact that he wanted to come here because of the history, because of the fan base, the potential that we have under Cooper. And also, you know, it's that sort of continuation of the Cooper effect in that, you know, he will attract these kind of players. They will want to play for him. And they will want to buy into, you know, this story that we're writing. So um, I can't wait. I really can't wait to see him play. I can't wait, wait to see him hook up with the talent that we've already got there. Um, and um yeah, bring it on and and just silence the haters. Well, he said already this week, hasn't he? We've now a chance to think with Fletch and that as well, that he's just felt loved, which, you know, could be, mm-hmm. I love the money. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think I'd love you if you give me a bit. Though I don't think the money's as big as people said from what we've heard, but also I think it's a case of it's not a bad gamble for Forrest, is it? One year, it doesn't work out, whatever. The lad wants to go to that World Cup. So does Dean Henderson, so does Brennan, so does Neko, you know, Nico, sorry, it's... I think Forrest have got a lot of things pointing in the right direction. I, I am fully aware it is like going on a kid's paddling pool slide to jumping on a massive flume. I appreciate there is a big jump. We've seen it every year, don't we? In the championship, we've seen people disappear and then they come straight back down. And we're like, hey, oh, you're back. Um, and I am, I just, I've got it in my head that I've, I've said for so long that if Forrest got up there, those two stars are worth something. In the fact that people see the size of us, want to join us, and they're not a, a noose around the neck as much as it used to be in the past. Um, one thing, I'm trying to tie this in. I said noose around the neck. Uh, I'm going to try and go with neck, and you have a collar around your neck, and what has a collar is a football shirt. I see Lisa. Hey. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> BBC every Monday. Uh, what? Uh, apparently as well, Lisa. We're still going this year. Um, so you got wearing the new shirt. Uh, so if we can try and discuss it without talking about bobbles, snags, uh, if you've been doing bricklaying in it or whatever you do, uh, we discussed this uh, in, earlier in the week and Dan was saying he likes a snag every now and then. I was a pristine man myself. But the new third kit is out, Lisa. Is it your favourite of the three or are you sticking with the red one as your favourite? What's your order of liking them? I think I need to actually see it in person, but I, I'm loving it. I actually, it reminds me, I, I know everyone's talking about the Barton bus seats, but I, back in the day, used to work at a, a, an establishment in Nottingham called MGM and um it reminds me of the carpet 
a hundred percent reminds me of the carpet. Now I now I've had that thought in my head. I can't unsee it. Um, and yeah, I, I actually really like it. Um, I think it's it's out there. It's um, a little bit different, a little bit daring. Not as not as in your face as the um, the the fluorescent one from last year. Um, but I, I like it. And um, I mean, Scott McKenna looked happy wearing it today, didn't he? Scott McKenna's just thinking about taking Holland out of his pocket, isn't he? Whatever, that's all he's thinking about. He just thinks about the game all the day. That's all Scott's thinking about. Um, no, I think it's wonderful. I think I'm gonna. I want that one in the home. I think I'm not as fussed about the yellow one, but hey, whatever. My yellow one arrived today, um, and again, that looks better in person than it does on on the photos. Um, a little bit better quality than the home shirt, maybe. Um, but yeah, the, yeah, the, the snags and I mean, my, I'm I'm in the at XL Junior, so mine are fine. So I think they've just yeah. had a bad batch, and hopefully um, that, that's been addressed and things will get sorted out. Because I think when I was last in the in the shop, um, there, there was very stressed staff dealing with lots of returns. I think at that point they'd had between three and four hundred shirts returned, mm-hmm. and then everybody else is kicking off about tickets. So hey, it's all good fun. Yeah, we're going to talk about tickets in a minute. Why not? Um, so, yeah, the, it's just nice to see a Premier League badge on a forest shot. Although I do think the home is really dull. I can't wait to see it with a with a sponsor on. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it just makes our football shirt looks these days. Holly, you uh, if you're throwing your hard-earned cash at one of them, which one would you go for? I see your sport in the away from last season, which I couldn't get hold of for loving the money in the end. But, yeah. I, I absolutely yeah, absolutely love this one. Um, third shirt for me. Absolutely love it. Um, like Lisa said, it looks like the upholstery on the 109 bus. Um from Stretton to Brixton. Uh, yeah, love that. I'm, I'm not too sure about the the second, the sorry, the second, the uh, the away kit. Um, I do like the kind of throwback to the old sort of um, yellow and blue of the 70s. I love that as an away kit, but... I like, how they flipped it. I like how they've taken the same home shirt design. I take it it's exactly the same, Lisa. They're just taking the same design, but change the colour. We're now going to get a podcast moment where Lisa... Oh yeah, it does. Mm. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I think it's because the the Trent Bridge stuff is so less subtle. Yeah, it's so much more defined all the way down the side. I think it's. I actually think it's lovely. So yeah, there's Lisa Fox. If any of you haven't got any kits yet, Lisa's uh, sporting nearly all of them right there. And the sponsor is going to be Lisa Fox babysitting. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> or not, as the case may be. <laughs> We recorded the other day. We had a little helper, didn't we? Just want to tell us that this is a little bit less stressful this time, isn't it? He oh was, my god! Just didn't Lots want to sleep, little fella. He was. He just didn't want to go to bed. No, he just wanted not, to listen to. Not in the yeah. Not in the slightest wanted to go to bed. Where you book it at? So yeah, kids. Yeah, we've always said this. Uh, well, I have at least. I don't care if they're playing in a bin bag as long as they play well. Uh, run the hearts out. That's all I care about. Um, now, obviously, this is a loaded thing in some ways because having been brought up an hour and a half from Nottingham and not always being able to get at a scene ticket about three or four different seasons and now living where I do in the South, I am fully appreciative of the fact that I might not get to see much of Forest this year, but there's been a lot of things with tickets being moved around with the stands and God knows what I know Forrest has been talking all about that. And a lot of people are really dis- disgruntled, especially with the away tickets as well. Um, I don't know if Lisa, if you should tell people you're going to Newcastle, whatever you're doing, but Hey, it's what it is. As Dan was saying, I wish he was here for this supply and demand and success lead to these things, guys. Mm. We fully understand it, and you know we. I guess I guess the thing is when you see the people being upset about it, you don't want people to be upset. Of course, you don't. There's enough going on in life without that as well. But I think you will get a lot more coverage this year with it being Premier League. You know what I mean? Unless you've got the ways of seeing it, which is you know I'm clutching at straws for you here. But have the club got it slightly wrong? Do you think with your way stuff, Lisa, at all in the way it's been done, or always because I don't fully get it. I say I just grab them here and there where I can. But is it 
you know, with what you understand of it, do you think it could have been done in a slightly different way at all? Um, yes, I think they they have got it wrong completely. Um, I think they had a system that worked to a degree last season, you know, um, in terms of an away membership that I, I get the fact that some people just probably went to Derby and that was the only reason they paid the 30 quid or whatever for their membership. Um, I also get the fact that there are a 400 that went to 18 plus games, you know, some of my mates went to all of them, fair play to them. Everybody's circumstances are different. That, those 400, I have no issue with whatsoever. You know, they deserve to be guaranteed tickets with, without question. Um, my issue is more about the fact that you then had two and a half thousand or 2,000 away members who are now in a free-for-all with people that have only got their membership because we are in the premiership. There is also the fact that there are, again, groups of my mates who didn't have away memberships for whatever reasons, whether it was finances or whatever, um, that have felt compelled to buy away memberships this season, and luckily they managed to get them, um, but had got amassed a massive 50-something um, points that's been completely wiped out mm. and the stress of actually trying to get tickets online is ridiculous mm. Newcastle they had a system in place where they had a queue system no issue with that whatsoever you know you're in a queue fine yesterday they didn't do that for Everton it was an absolute free-for-all and a joke because it, it appeared to, to everybody everyone that was trying and I don't know whether Hull was trying to get tickets for Everton or not is that you could only actually put one in your basket at a time so we've ended up with four individual tickets none and and I've now got to go to the ticket office to make sure that they're together so Mm. why not just be able to buy them from the ticket office in the first place um and I think the first point is that they that Forest should have had a tiered system, as they've done with the, the bronze, silver and gold memberships. They should have done exactly the same with the away memberships. That if you got in, your, if you were in your first 400, you were guaranteed a ticket. No problem. And then have the next, I don't know, a thousand or fifteen hundred that did more than 10 games last season. Or have got had got X amount of points there in your silver. And then the bronze is everybody else. And that could have been a thousand plus another thousand of people that just wanted to try and get tickets mm. it and that just i mean the club have come out and said various things i mean the other the other thing that is a big bone of contention for me is um to do with upgrading of season tickets and i've been in the ticket office three times already this season and i've heard a different story every single time i've been in first time i was told categorically there are no upgrades this season not a single not a single one um you cannot go with your kids season ticket if your child can't make it for any reason and upgrade it to an adult ticket mm. and vice versa you you know it's a bit different you know if you've got a kids ticket you you'd need to upgrade it if you've got an adults ticket and you you want to take a child they're not going to bat an eyelid because they've got the money for the adult ticket. Um, but they, and then, I mean, one of my mates had got, he's got a disabled daughter and she's been to one game in her life. And that she was actually the mascot of that game. And I've still got footage probably about five years ago of him wheeling her onto the pitch, um, meeting the players, et cetera, et cetera. He's also got a, a, a younger daughter who's seven and he's got it in writing from the club that they would change the season ticket from, an 11 to 15 year old to the under 11 season ticket and refund him the difference. Yeah. 
he went into the club shop ticket office two weeks three weeks ago and they in spite of the fact that he'd got it in writing was told no can't do it Mm. just we're not doing upgrades we're not doing doubt we're just not doing it um so that is a little bit of an issue because that seat is now what um and I've been told that as well I could do it so the stuff that's come out of the club in the last 24 hours that from the meeting that the supporters club have had is that they that the, the club don't understand the issue with regard to upgrades because you can still do it well somebody's lying or they've changed their minds and if they've changed their minds good but come out and say that you've changed your minds yeah, because no. They're, they're just absolutely full of it. And that is the thing that at the moment I am fed up of people on social media bitching and bickering about the fact that I've got a ticket, you've, you've not got a ticket or whatever. It's so stressful. And all that positivity that we had at the end of last season, going into June, starting, knowing that we were in the premiership, we're a premiership club with a flipping, I don't even know what, what level standard ticket office because it's just an absolute shambles. And I know I'm on my soapbox here, but you've kind of hit a nerve. <laughs> well, it's, you've said more than me in Hollywood. So we're in exile, aren't we? We're down south. But <laughs> you're, you're more, you know, I, I can't remember. I used to do it as a kid. We just used to try and turn up and come over from Skeg and try and get a ticket on there. Or you get it after the game, wouldn't we? Sometimes, I guess, was where you do it. But my, pro- my problem is that you, you like yesterday, you could get one ticket. I mean, mm. I get one of my friends, she, she, she could have got one ticket, but she's promised her son she's going to take him. Mm. She's missed out on Newcastle. She's missed out on Everton. She's concerned that actually, you know, the, the, the stipulations from the club is that you have got to get three away tickets within the season to be able to renew your your away membership next season what if she doesn't what if because yeah. of the shambolic way that this is actually set up at the moment and they seem to be changing the way that you do it every game what if she doesn't what if she doesn't yeah that's a really good point and i think i'd like to think that people want to push back enough and raise their concerns to maybe have this looked at next 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 season because you know, I don't I'm, think looking at it. Sorry, I, mean, I don't think know. looking at it next season is good enough. I think we need to say, look at it now. If, if you're yeah. not in this season, hole, you're not going to be able to get one next season. Yeah, well, that's why I'm worried because I don't, I can't see myself going to more than three games now. I mean, I got a ticket for Saturday, but that's purely because somebody I know can't go anymore. Yeah, um, and I'm not going to get a loyalty point for that, am I? It's not going to be. No. There's no way I can I can prove Are they even doing loyalty points? I don't even know if the loyalty points are working. Well, exactly. I don't think they are they are either. And it's it's like, well, you know, I won't get any credit for that. So am I going to end up with no, you know, no away season ticket next season? And well, then... we kind of saw this coming last year, didn't we? When we, we even joked about it, I think it was the Liverpool game and stuff like that, and we're saying like, uh, oh God, imagine if they went up. And you know, I, I fully understand all of those things and I do care about it. But I'm with you a bit, Lisa, on the fact of when people are being knobheads to each other about, oh, he's got a ticket or, you know, I've even seen people, obviously it's quite, it's not aimed at us, but you sort of think about it when you do what we do. Or if you haven't got a podcast and you don't do this, you don't get to meet the team. That's another bloody argument altogether. I think the world, disappointment is a thing that comes along in life anyway. And I know some people get spades of it compared to other people. And it is a big thing about your character and how you deal with it. And this is not a mental health podcast or something like that, but I will always, always try and support people being kind and all right to each other. Mm. And first of all, if someone's giving you crap, you're going to a game, mute them, block them, whatever. If it's Twitter, you don't need it. Honestly, go and enjoy the Reds and sing your art out for me if you can. But I think the, the system where it is and how it is has definitely not been helped. And hopefully there will be, a way that Forest could... Do you know what? I'm starting to think that the stand isn't big enough for the building. I think they need to put 10, 15,000 on it if it's going the way it is because Forest, Forest are popular. And, you know, I get it. If you've gone to all those crummy games, you've gone to Wickham on a Tuesday and all the stuff they might say and whatever, 
Of course, of course you want to be there because this is this is the best bit, isn't it? This is like I've done all the crap gigs and I get to see him at Wembley, although I don't argue it's better seeing him at a smaller venue sometimes. But it's, you know, it's just how it works. You know, Man United in 1990, what, 1985 versus 92, I bet some of them hardcore fans are going, what the bloody hell's happened to United? You know, it's just gone mad. Um, so I, I don't quite know what the answer is other than you can only sell what you can sell. Forest are way more popular now, but it doesn't sound, Lisa, from what you're saying, that the system is particularly helping. And for all those forest uh, people who listen to this pod, I um, hope you can sort it out, which is, uh, we don't know. We won't say anymore because <laughs> Jim was part of my head going, I wonder if we'll ever get tickets from Forest again now. Not that we've been given any, but I mean, in terms of, hi, oh, is that one of the people from that podcast who just caused a rebellion? Because Lisa Fox was right on it. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think, you know, I, I, there's, there's been so much said on social media, you know, Forza are doing their bit. They, they've actually put stuff out there in terms of, um how how they think it should work yeah. and don't get me wrong you know there are members of forza who aren't in the 400 and they're in the scrap every week so all these people that are saying there are people that have got a divine right to tickets it's not true and yeah. i can't be i can't be doing with people and it is it is a mental health thing and i mean yesterday i muted one of my friendship groups um chats because that it was just so stressful talking about trying to get tickets yeah. and We've said if if any of us get the, the tickets and we can't use use them, of course we're going to give them to our mates. Why wouldn't you? You want to be able to experience them. You know, if I ended up with a spare ticket now, 100%, I'd give it to my friend who wants to take her son because it's an experience. But it's they, the club's stance on it is about getting new people to go. But if you're a parent and you want to take your child and you've both got away memberships and you can only get one ticket, how are you ever going to introduce that? other person to games because they can't go by themselves and also it's not a unified approach when we're saying it sounds like there's three yeah. or four ways of saying it's happening it's, it seems like that old adage of ideas go of, i want to work in a record shop all right what's your experience in a record shop i haven't worked in one mm. you need to have worked in one but i can't it's kind of like how do you how do you do that you know what i mean so um i i, I think it's a really valid and important thing and obviously uh we will uh always be supportive as all you know people get into games and doing what they can and if we could do competitions to sell out a whole away and for anything we would but we can't so i really just hope you can get to see as many games as you can this year i mean do, do you know i've, I've now sort of thinking on the fly because there's parts of some seasons there must be a season where you have certain games that aren't near you as much if we're talking about away this season actually is pretty plum for south for where i live in terms of brighton i could get there in 10 minutes to that stadium um, I could get to, you know, London or the, the less than an hour away from me. Um, but it's plum as well that people say, well, that's all the big games. What well, it is, I'd love to go and see the Emirates, go see Tottenham and stuff like that. Of course I would. Probably more than I would home. I want to see home. Of course I do. I want to see us at home and the city ground singing its, its heart out for Premier League football. But for me, there's a lot of them, you know, I, I guess this is quite common. I don't, I don't think it's a weird thing I'm saying, but a lot of them are around me as much as people would travel up north. And a lot of people say to you, well, I went to bloody Newcastle when I lived in Plymouth. So one thing I will say is football fans have this bizarre thing of doing their own labeling of what mm. is better than what. Let's say you went to 50 games hole and you didn't make a single peep. And I went to one game and sang enough that made all the fans go crazy. And then we scored a goal. People put different values in what that is. Well, you were a better fan than them. Ah, oh, no, but you put more money into the coffers. At the end of the day, if anyone's going to support in my team, I just, <laughs> I wish them all the best with it. You know what I mean? But it is, it's a hard one. We've seen it all summer, haven't we? about who's a bigger fan, who's a bigger club. It's a Premier League thing. And it's ultimately, I don't quite know what the answer is. I'm, I'm, I want one of you to do a nice ending on that because I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> if they've gone they've gone down the road of, I'm all right, Jack, and, and fuck the rest of you, basically. And it's, it's awful. It's not a very, very good situation. And I just hope that 
Forest do listen and they they and I I would imagine that the hierarchy having all this positivity and knowing that there has been so much good press surrounding Forest that they are going to nip this in the bud very very quickly and that something will change quite dramatically over the course of the next two or three games bearing in mind that the tickets for the next game that go on sale is Man City Mm, yeah so I can't put a positive spin on it but I hope it's different to yesterday because that was a shambles hey do you know what Lisa if you don't mind doing it we'll do away ticket watch with Lisa Fox (laughs) I love that (laughs) so we'll set aside a free 15 minutes a quarter of the pod for that one so if you've got any uh, issues with tickets or want to know how to sort them out uh, her email is lisa at <laughs> don't give a fuck.com <laughs> what's your what's your twitter handle you'll find anyway but yeah ticket issues with lisa fox uh every single time we do a podcast um anyway so i'm gonna very briefly add a little bit of something that people may see as slightly a bit sad still with it but it's quite funny in a way to us we asked people the other day a werewolf forest finish in the in the season in the in the league uh sorry in the season this is my first podcast and what will you miss most or least about the championship so i'm going to read some of these out for you here so we've got sir jake the brit who says top 10 finish very coy there sir jake with a top 10 could be anything there mate miss the local clubs albeit sheffield wednesday and afc rooney a league one won't miss cardiff millwall and reading uh 13 points says finish 14th miss derby at home not miss reading away <laughs> reading are going to get it all the time here um who's this lucky cole nffc my heart says comfortably mid-table my head says we'll be one of the six teams fighting relegation i'll miss saturday 3 p.m kickoffs not complaining it just mucks up the whole weekend i'll have a up kickup times i won't miss, sorry he said kickoff not kick up because he can probably speak and no i can't i won't miss endless soulless tuesday night games i don't know i don't know if i agree with you cole i think sometimes a bothering on a cold Tuesday night it's quite good uh oh god that's someone from somebody under us underneath uh Ashley Marsh Ash Marsh 3 15th I'll miss the number of midweek matches one game a week just isn't enough won't miss the refereeing <laughs> I'd hold back judgment Ash until you've seen some VAR in action mate but I, I hope you're right I hope you're right uh Ian underscore also hi Ian uh Forest 12th won't miss the crap away days like Reading <laughs> Hull and Stoke uh we'll miss the locality of games not having to use VAR and five subs but mostly winning a few games on the spin uh yeah weirdly for me like i said it's come towards me in a way uh although yeah we do have nine on the bench this season i think it is and five subs uh ben swanson 15th and i'll miss cheap tickets uh well you <laughs> leads away <laughs> but hopefully they won't bang it could be the same on it away tickets this year uh and i'll miss cheap tickets and the fact that playing top doesn't mean you get spanked seven nil uh, yeah, I must admit, I've got a horrible feeling in my gut. If we lost 4-0 to Fulham, that there may be some kick-ins coming at times this year, but I hope I'm wrong. Uh, oh, God, cracking name here. Lee Jenk 640-18249. So if you were Lee Jenk 640-18248, this isn't you. Uh, whoever that is, how many of them are there? I love it. I'd love to think they'll meet together. Uh, I think we'll be around 12th to 15th, depending on how the new signings settle in. Good point. There's loads of these, and I want to read them all out because you've all taken the time. NFFC underscore Trent End. Uh, I'm going for 16th. I miss the utter unpredictability of the championship, not knowing from one season to another if you'll be fighting for promotion, relegation, or mid-table obscurity. I won't miss playing relegated teams with a massive financial advantage over the rest, which we now are. I love that he didn't say that. I added that one. Uh, Chris L. Weaver. Uh, finish 14th. Miss being able to get tickets for home and away games. Lisa, discuss. Uh, with family and mates. Bronze membership means stress. Already missed out on West Ham United despite early log on. Uh, I'm a bronze member too, so I'll see if I can fight you from there, Chris. See what goes on. Uh, the wonderful Glenn Hancock here. Uh, 12th 
place finish this season. I won't miss much about being in the league below the best league in the world for so long. I'll miss the Brian Clough trophy games. We can polish it every week, Glenn. Afternoons at the Den and the phenomenal lone players, especially Spence and Garner, we had in the championship the most. Uh, Carl Booth, I'm not reading that one out, Carl. You've got a hell of a name again. 6841-2973. I will Forest 12th and will miss not having VAR. We'll also miss championship fan bases without tourists. I think I'll miss choosing Saturday games. Do you know what? I agree with you that. I think being away at Chelsea in some of those places, put that in on purpose. Uh, there's a lot of people who go and see it like watching Phantom of the Opera. I like Dave Tipper. He's just put 15th. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Bang on to the point. I like it. Uh, Jim Bob, I'll take 16th, but I'll have colleagues and friends, Man United, Wednesday, Spurs, who don't support Forest, and I think we'll be top 10. Uh, reveal records, and they think we'll be top 10, sorry. Reveal records, uh, 12th. Uh, Bradley, 15th, and miss winning 3-0 and controlling games. This is one that got me before, Bradley. I love it. I, I, I can't think of many times I've seen Forrest winning 3-0 and controlling games, but uh, if, if you've had less stress than me, I'm completely happy to uh, put me thumb up and support that, mate. Uh, and nearly at the end, Andy Tilly, uh, uh, who's called Lord Plop. Hi. 16th, miss the Derby County games. Uh, yeah, Andrea Salenzi, uh, who's called Top Caps. Uh, FFC, FFS 16 not 16th 16 I like that and then Lord Robin of Loxley uh, has gone for top 10 so thank you so much for sending all those in we love it when people get involved and we do always try and read them all out unless there's some absolute crazy ones and we don't Talking of opinions like that uh, Holly Royal uh, you and I have sat back and watched Lisa's colour come back to her face now uh, gone from the colour of the red of the shirt um, not mocking Lisa just it's very valid what you're saying but Holly uh, what position will Forest finish this season and what will you miss most about the championship? So I reckon 15th. Is that what you I said think... last, is that what you said last yep. time? Yep, I am sticking by what I said last time. Um, I think it is going to be tough, um, but I think we'll have just enough to kind of secure around, yeah, around about 15th, um, which will piss a lot of people off, I think, that we actually you know, sustain Premier League football for another season. Um, what am I going to miss? Definitely 3pm guaranteed kickoffs. Um, I will miss the, the Derby games as well. Um, I know we'll be playing Leicester, but as we all know, they're not our rivals. So who cares? Um, although I would really like to see, see us beat them. Um, yeah, and just the kind of that, I love the kind of real football grounds, you know, the nostalgic kind of old school, you know, Football grounds, spit and sawdust football grounds. Um, able to get tickets for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, and just yeah, the unpredictability as well. You know, you, you start the the championship season with so much hope. You have no idea where you're going to finish. Anyone can beat anybody else. You know, there's no top six. Um, it's really exciting. It's the best league in the world, and I will miss it for that. But uh, we're back where we need to be. So, Lisa. I am going for 14th. Um, that was what I said the other night. And I will miss Jed Spencer's mum. And I, I still need to get that photo of the billboard. Um, people embrace our club. And she embraced it more than a lot of people. And I will miss her energy. I will miss <laughs> seeing her on people's shoulders on the pitch. Um, and I, yeah, four, 14th. But my bet is that we finish top 10. Yeah, I, she'll be back, won't she, if, if he's in the team. I've put him in a fancy team. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute as well, because we've, uh, we've got that coming up. Uh, I've said it. Do you know what? I can't remember what I said on the radio though, but I, I want to go for 10th. Is that what I said? Did I say 10th? I got a feeling I did. Uh, I'm going to go for 10th. 
I think Forest are going to start by getting one point from the first six games. And then they're going to go on a run. <laughs> they're going to have the worst start for 109 years, something like that. No, I think. Can you imagine Twitter? Jesus. What yeah. Happens? Well, I, you know, what? I nearly said that when Lisa oh. had a bad start. Imagine if we we are going to lose more games than we win this season. That's probably a given. That's how the Premier League works. But I'd take a point a game. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? Um, we'd probably go down, wouldn't we? No. 38 points. No, we wouldn't. No. no. I thought 40 was safe. Am I, am I looking back to 92, 93 when we went down on 40? That's probably what it was. Um, but yeah, it was, well, you want something from, you want to try and get something from home always, don't you? And then something away is obviously the bonus. I can't believe I've just tried to describe football. Uh, I'm going to go for 10th. And I'm going to say that I think what I will miss most is I've become really accustomed to the championship. I've been accustomed to that's our level. I've been accustomed to sniping at the Premier League and thinking you've got bloody VAR and, and all this and the plasticness of it. And yeah, you don't have to get involved in that, but I just think it's going to be really bizarre. I think it's going to be really bizarre seeing us on FIFA properly and match of the day properly. And um, and I should know because I've seen it before, but I was, it was so long ago. I was trying to think if I, I still had sort of few of my grandparents left and I was just about to finish school. It's so long ago. So we also ago. don't have to put up with Don Goodman. <laughs> yeah, we don't, but now we've got more uh, Gary Lineker. <laughs> If you think about it, the internet barely existed in 98. Well, yeah, it was very basic. You didn't yeah. have a phone, did you? You couldn't, I was, you know, who could you call to let know that you haven't got a ticket? No, I mean, I, I didn't have my first phone until I think 99. Didn't have internet till 99. It'd been didn't out since 95 people, but Holly wasn't trusted yeah, because she no. was healthy. Just a bit <laughs> backward, really. Collingham didn't have electricity until no, had no, two. had no um, running water, yeah. <laughs> We have got um, we have got our fancy league, which we will be sharing again. The uh, the coach come and join in. As it stands, I'm just going to make promises that you know that my, basically my ass can't sign. So I'm going to go with we'll be giving away a shirt at the end of the season for the winner, and maybe more goodies. Yeah, everyone's nodding. We like that. Uh, and then every month we'll give away a wonderful prize as well, which I won't promise what that is. But this year we're really proud to say that we're going to be sponsored by and in cahoots with the wonderful people at Iconic Sporting Highlights. You may have seen us giving away their uh, wonderful prints before. So we did one with John Robertson's goal and then there was one of Trevor Francis as well. And we're giving away one of them today. Um, and we've got a question which Dan set last time and I'm hoping Lisa or Holly have remembered it properly so they can say it on here. Yes, Lisa's nodding. Um, so they are at sporting underscore prints who do loads of really good iconic moments from loads of different sports and they're really kindly so they're going to give us some to give away so what we're giving away for this episode our first one back is a really cool print i'll share a picture of it um which it's all forest fixtures from last season all the stats i think it's got like how many goals so and so scored and what players played it's a real stato kind of thing you'd like on your wall now to win all you have to do is send us the answer because obviously if you put it in the comments underneath the tweet someone will nick it uh send your answer to foreverforestpod at gmail.com so one more time in top celebrity kind of voiceover work that's forever forest pod at gmail.com uh, if you can send your answer there this is the question uh, and there was a bit of pedantry afterwards about if it was right or wrong last time Lisa so fire away the question bearing in mind our original recording was on Tuesday um, relates to the game against Watford and Sheffield United on Monday evening how many players that played for Sheffield United on that night featured in Forest's promotion winning squad last season that wasn't the question that wasn't it. It was to do, I'm sure it was to do with how many had previously played for Forest. No, it wasn't. Oh, was it maybe it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, oh, we've changed oh, it slightly. <laughs> it's fine. 
It right. still works. So which one are we going for? Are we going for, because we'll get some right answers here. Should we go with played for Forest at all? Yeah, because I don't think they're actually, yeah. Mm. <laughs> what an absolute, do you know what? I was going to redo it. I don't care. I'm leaving it in. It's my fault that we're redoing it Keep anyway. Keep it. How many players who've played for Forest played any minutes at all featured for Sheffield United in their game against Watford uh, last Monday, as it was? Uh, they weren't all involved Sheffield United in that, but obviously it was a Forest-based one as well. Uh, so yeah, send your answers again to foreverforestpod at gmail.com and we will announce the winner in the coming week. Um, right, that's it. So quickly going on to Newcastle United. Uh, predictions for that game. Holly, um, how do you think we're going to do a way at the tune? Uh, I think it will be a tentative 1-1 draw. Um, Jamal sells for them and Brennan Johnson for us. It sounds so much like you just picked a player you'd heard of. For New <laughs> yeah, Newcastle. I did. I did. For them. Just trying to start it out, yeah, exactly. Uh, and Andy Cole. Um, yeah. yeah, that's right. Kevin Keegan with his perm at the back post. I'm going for 1-1 as well. And I think Lisa, you did, didn't you? Yeah, this is where I'm really miss Kieran because he went for 6-0. So after we've had a 6-0 drubbing, and I'm sure that's not what he meant, um, I am actually going for the 1-1. <laughs> yeah, I think 1-1's a fair result. And anything more than that, I'd be well happy with. Um, and also, if it's a loss, it's all, you know, we'll, we'll come back again. We've got loads of games to play. Um, like I say, we will be giving some details on the Fantasy League. Um, I've just been got to finish my team tonight. At the minute, I've got almost everyone in it who's the best players in the world, and I've got to take some out because I've got, like, no. Who have you gone for from Forest, guys? I've gone, I've gone Spence and Cash. Uh, and I've also put in Niakati as kind of my, my sub defenders, and I think I've gone for Lingard. I can't remember. Anyone? Any I think I've thinkers? got Spence. No, I haven't got Spence. I've got Cash and Niakati. I think, but and and I can't remember if I've got anybody else. I, I think I had Brennan, and then I had to take him out because he was too expensive. Yeah, I've definitely not got Brennan. I think I've gone for Jesse. Oh, I've got Brennan. Although I'm trying to bring mine up now. Definitely got Brennan and Nico, I believe. Oh, that's a good shout, because they might, they might work well together. Yeah, so that's what I thought. What we're going to try and do this season is, obviously, we, we really you know, really loved doing it last year, and it was a great season to take over, as I'm sure you can uh, imagine. It was like, oh, my God. Uh, we will be having Alan and Steve. We'll be coming back in again at various times. Um, Kieran and Dan and Lisa and Holly and I will be sort of the core of what you hear. Uh, we're going to try some guests. We've got some guests lined up already coming in. Uh, we'll try and see if we can get Dane on at Christmas again. Tell us about Christmas with the Murphys, which was always wonderful, depending on how we're doing. Um, but yeah, we will be talking Fantasy League next week as well. And Lisa will probably give you an update on the tickets for Man City. So that's her new little feature. But thank you so much for joining me, you two. I'm so sorry we had to do this again. Um, and we will see you next time. And I'm just going to just triple double check that it still says record. It does. I've recorded a podcast. You Woo! read Bye-bye.